Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. Whether you're 65 and up or not quite there yet, everyone can begin preparing to finish well. Now, here's your host, Randy Hess, with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habecker. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Finishing Well podcast, a podcast that uh, is a part of Finishing Well Ministries uh, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, my name is Randy Hess. I'm here with uh, the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal Habaker, and we're delighted to have you back with us. And we're just uh, happy to be here today to talk about a subject or a couple of maybe variations on a subject that we think uh, you will enjoy. Uh, Hal, you and I have talked about this subject before. Uh, we we think there's so much meat and de- depth involved in aspects of it that we just we seem to want. It's almost like a magnet pulling us back, isn't it? Trying to get things in our own heads resolved and uh, stuff that happens to us every day. So let's talk about that, Hal, and bring up the subject and and see if we can't get moving in it. Anyway, good morning to you, sir. Good morning to you, sir, as well. Uh, this is uh, the first of a two-part podcast. We have, uh, we, we think, a lot of things to enter into the subject matter. It's on the whole topic of parenting adult children. Uh, you, you have adult children. I have adult children. Most people listening to us will have adult children. And even if you're single, uh, you, you would have good relationships with people who could be your children's age if you were married or whatever. But we want to talk about that. Randy, you have a series of questions that we want to explore. And by the way, as you listen to this, all these questions are online where our podcasts are located. And our hope would be that you would take these questions and use them in small groups of your own, in Sunday schools, with your wife, your husband, with your adult kids, whatever it is. And let's keep growing in all the areas that God wants us to grow in. So, Randy, uh, start us on this journey, and I'll follow Amen. you. Amen on everything you just said, Hal. And I might just add that you have mentioned a book that you feel has some some good uh, uh, some good stuff in it. And I have. Maybe you want to just mention that book to our audience. Well, it's on the list. If you go to uh, the list that's behind these podcasts, it's by Jim Burns. Uh, doing life with your adult children, colon, keep your mouth shut and your welcome mat out. Mm. <laughs> it's the best mm. book I've read on mm-hmm. being a parent of adult children. I know Jim personally. I've been to his workshops, and I can't tell you how helpful he has been in my thinking, Vicky's in my thinking about our adult kids. So uh, I, I mentioned that and take note of it and buy it. Go to Amazon and get it and it'll help you. Well, I like the. I, I, I don't know anything, anything about the book yet, but I love the title. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Okay. So let's, uh, so let's talk about this topic a little bit. Uh, you and I kicked this around before. And uh, the point that, um, that I'd like to make with it is um we feel we're continually, so to speak, facing and addressing and maneuvering around the topics 
that these questions bring up, even after kind of thinking them through in previous years, and uh, of course dealing with them with with our kids since they've since they've been adults, and and so we we feel like this is a topic that you don't just suddenly get and then move away from or get and say wow. I'm going to clap my hands here and be done with that. Thank you. Give me my, you know, give me my certificate. Uh, so let's get into them, and we'll we'll tell you why. The 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 real, I guess, the beginning uh, thought that comes to mind is uh, as young as a married couple, we become parents often at a pretty early age, but whatever age it is, uh, we're parents. And that changes our lives, right, Hal? Completely. It does. Completely, it changes our lives. And all for the good, in our opinion, or, you know, for most of us, that changes our lives in a, just a very uh, wonderful way and a delightful way and just an opening, a whole new vista's way to, to have, be able to have kids. But when our kids get through their growth curve, if you will, and get through school, and get to be 21, 22, 23, get to be adults, and then go off on their own or get married themselves, start a family. The question is, are we still parents? Are we still parents? And if if so, how are we parents in that deal? So do adult kids, Hal, need parenting? What what the heck does that mean and imply that I've been a parent to this, this kid? Uh and I'm used to thinking of this kid as my kid who needs a lot of, you know, needs a lot of guidance, needs a lot of support, needs a lot of different things, needs, needs, needs. Am I still that parent? Do I need to be a different parent? What do you think? Am I still a parent? Yes. That's my opinion. I'm still a parent, but I got to deal with what that means. Uh, what does that mean? It means... Your your kids have changed. You were parenting in, in all the seasons of life. You don't stop being a parent, but the seasons all change. Now your kids are adults and they have kids of their own. So you're not doing the same kind of thing with them, although you're still their father, you're still their mother, dad, or mom. I, I think the challenge of parenting at that point is how do you how do you love and encourage your kids? I mean, that's been your mission all along. When God sent those little people into your lives, he he sent them for a reason for you to love them and train them and bring them up. And now that they're on their own, they have a platform to go do their own things. I don't stop being their encourager. I mean, I want to say as a grandparent, the best thing we can do is be the best encouragers and supporters of our kids as they follow Jesus in their own lives and raise their own kids. That they'll do it differently than than we have because it's a different world. Everything changes out there, but Jesus is still central. He still has a purpose for our lives and our mission would be to encourage them as they continue to grow and become the people God calls them to be. Just like I'm continuing to become the person God calls me to be. So how do we mesh those together? So, no, we never stop being a parent. We never stop being an encourager to our adult kids. Uh, do we assume you know, we, we know them just because we knew them as their teens? 
What would you say to that, Randy? <laughs> well, we do assume that, don't we? Uh, well, we assume we know that they are still the same pace person they were when they were 14 or 13 or 16 or 17, right? And so we we often kind of get into a bias, how I believe, and that is the bias is I still got to manage this kid in some way. I can't just, you know, I can't just be a friend. I, I have to intervene or I have to guide. I have to start every conversation with a question with them about, so what are you doing about X? You know, X being something I feel is very important. And my kid hasn't even given one consideration to because it's irrelevant to that kid. And I, I, so I'm not trying to put me down here, Hal. Are you? I'm just saying, I think we can fall into some traps. The trap of, of it used to be, and that because it used to be, it'll probably always be that way with that kid. And therefore, I've got to deal with that. Instead of paying attention to who they really are now, Hal, who they really have become just in the last three, four, or five years, let's just say. They've changed. They've grown. And I need to pay attention to that. So who are they now is a critical question. And how do I get up to speed on who they become, Hal? If I've lost touch a little bit, how do I do that? You know, let's just say you and I, well, I'll just comment on me. I grew up when they were still using cards in a computer. Okay. And the computer was like as big as a house. It was a millennia okay? ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm just talking about parents who grew up in an era, and maybe that era changed completely just through technology. But main, you mentioned it already. The environment changes around us. And if we don't keep paying attention to that, we have to change with the environment and the kid. Don't we? Uh, we, we have we to do. keep those in mind. Yeah, the kids. I want to go back to something you had said earlier. Uh, yep. Forgive me for the interruption. You know, if we want to ask those questions that are out of our own biases, it, it gets into the fact that parents want to control their kids. You know, I don't think we ever control. God doesn't give us children to control them in that sense, to make them become what we want them to become. That wasn't true when they were little, and it's not true now when they're grown and have their own families. You know, our our mission is to encourage them and help them to grow in their own growth spurt under the leadership of the Spirit, and they can help us grow as their parents as we go through these changes as well. I, I just think, you know, I remember a statement that Howard Hendricks always said. He said, God doesn't give you children uh, to teach them what you know. He gives you children so that they can teach you about who God is and how he works through them in your life. It makes a whole different uh, per perspective on parenting. It's not your kids need to be what I want them to be, what you train them to be in a sense. They need to be who God wants them to be. And I need to get on board with that and support them and encourage them. 
makes a big difference. And of course, that leads into the whole question of communication. How do we communicate that to our grown kids? How do we relate to them? You got thoughts on that, I'm sure. And part of our challenge is that we, lo- we do lose a little bit of communication as they age and get away from us, so to speak, physically. And uh, in many cases, they're just off doing their thing and feeling like I'm an adult and I can care for myself and I can be independent. <clears throat> they don't. We, we, we don't. It's not purposeful or intentional, but we tend to lose that kind of communication we used to have. So, um, and, and if I was that controlling parent, I think the kid would probably be very happy to have some distance between them and me. Okay. Well, I'd say. And, 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 and not want to have that much communication with me. Uh, but whatever it is, how, whatever feelings go on between the child and the adult and the parent, uh, I think there's, an issue for parents. Uh, are we still seeing this kid that's now 22, 23, 25, whatever, uh, being a kid they were when they were 16? Am I stuck in that mold? And if so, what could go wrong with that? How? What could go wrong? And everything I'm say could go wrong. Everything could go wrong. That's right. Everything. Because we are not going to be the kind of friends to each other then that we could, that God wants us to be, you know? I think there's another definition out there that we need to think about in terms of adult parenting and and mentioning friendship. Can we evolve into that? How can we evolve into friends, being good friends, uh, being honest with each other, but being good friends? Do you think that's possible? Well, I would think that's that's the purpose of parenting. I mean, that's the purpose of being in the lives of your grown kids. You want to be a friend of them. It, it's not my best friend necessarily in that idea, but a friend who encourages, a friend who builds up, a friend who takes an interest, a friend who prays, a friend who cares, who a friend who wants to know what's going on in your life. You're asking for information. Tell me about this. What's going on in your life right now? What's your week like? I mean, you go on a series of questions. Vicki and I just came back from 10 days with our, our daughter and her husband and four kids in the West Coast. And, you know, my mission was to learn everything about them out there in those 10 days. I want to know what the kids are like. I want to know what Mark and Jennifer are doing. I, I want to know about everything that's going on as an interested parent. And I just simply want to encourage them by being there and being aware of what's going on in their lives, the activities. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I, I think our purpose is to be a friend to our grown kids and even our grandkids, and to lift their arms for the challenges that are theirs. To be a friend to my adult child, uh, I have to overcome, I think, a little bit of temptation here and there, and that is, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a human being, and. With my own children, I can get judgmental, Hal. Yes. About how they're handling their lives or certain directions that they're taking that are different, perhaps, from what I understand or what I think is, I mean, I may not understand it at all, so to speak. 
and 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 so I had I become a little bit judgmental about it, and there's a temptation to 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 speak into their lives, if you want to call it that, in a judgmental way, isn't there? Yeah, they're doing it wrong. They're not doing it the way I would have done it. They're not doing it the way I think they should be doing it. Let me tell you, honey, yeah. this is all. This is the, this is the silly the way you're operating here, right? But that's that's why I like Jim Burns' title of the book: "Keep your mouth shut and you're welcome, Matt." Out because yeah. I'm not. They're not me. My my kids are not me anymore. They're making their own decisions. They're they're dealing with a world that was never the world that I dealt with when I was their age. It's an entirely different world. They're doing a different thing. They have a different marriage. They have different friends. They live in a different part of the country. They have a different church. You know, it makes all the difference in the world whether or not I want to still say you should be living the life that I taught you to live when you were little. I mean, Jesus wants us to grow up. He wants us to be his own men and women and to follow him, not be like me, only in the extent that I follow Jesus. Paul said that. Imitate me as I follow Christ, not imitate me as I do everything else, you know, in yep. your life. It's a huge difference. Yep. It's a huge temptation to judge your children. And I would add, it's a huge temptation to judge other people in the body of Christ. That's you know, true. We need to resist that. We yes. to love people, not to judge them. Right. And I think much of that judgment also comes out from a perception that's inaccurate. We we see things, but we really don't see what the truth is behind it. And that may be often the case with children who we, you know, we no longer live close to or live with. Um, and so we think we see things that aren't, that are, uh, that, that we believe are true, but they're not. And so, I would like to just circle back to one thing that you mentioned today. You know, you you mentioned that you put a mission on your trip to California, uh, in a way, to uh, just become a, a a dad, a grandpa who got more acquainted, better acquainted, up to up to better up to speed, so to speak, with each person in the family, what's going on with that person what what are they like what are their needs what are they thinking about what's you know all that and so i kind of feel like if you and i were to suddenly scribe a book uh we uh, on being a parent, you know parent of adult kids we might put it something like listen first you know communicate lots but listen first Listen first, people uh, may get further along in building a good relationship with their kids when there's a lot of emotions involved in things, perhaps some pain involved, perhaps some misunderstandings, involved, perhaps some old stuff that they're working through. And so a listen first approach is just going to have to be involved in it to help you and I be a supporter and an encourager that you you have said is our role, the kind of what we were designed to be, what the Lord wants us to be. And 
can we grow? How can we grow as adults who are supposedly uh, experienced, supposedly uh, pretty wise in the world? Can we grow into being supporters of our kids? Can we grow into being encouragers of our kids? Is that possible for us if we put listening first and, and good communication? Well, Randy, I think it is. I love the way you phrase this. I mean, I think God calls us to be listeners. He wants us to know people. He wants us to care about them in ways that they need caring. I mean, not the way I think they ought to be cared for, but the way, you know, if somebody's broken and in a hospital or going through a, a grief or a tragedy, you want to go be with them. You know, the best thing I think about Job he had those three friends who came and they sat and listened to him for seven days, never said a <laughs> word, but then they changed their format and, and yeah. the rest of it is a mess as well. But they yeah. did come and they listened. And I, I think that's what God calls us to be, to be good listeners. I, I think about that a spiritual principle. You know, Jesus came and listened in this world for 30 years before he started his teaching ministry. I mean, yes, he interacted with, the high priest in the temple, the rabbis, the teachers, but he did not start his mission until he had listened thoroughly to the yeah. the human heart and the need. And you you follow his life. You, how many times did he ask questions about people? Right. I mean, he wanted to listen. He wanted to help people understand where he was coming from by listening to them. And, and I think that's so huge. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, a, it, it's just a key part, isn't it? It's a key part. So so we just want to end this, Hal, with uh, just the idea that we feel adult parenting is uh, a, 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 uh, a noble, uh, an, an honoring, an honorable role that needs to be kind of thought through a little bit and understood a little bit, not just haphazard. Uh, 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 so maybe it's a natural for some of our listeners out there to to be the kind of adult parent that we're talking about. And we just, God bless you and, and more power to you that you do all this stuff. But we have just bumped into any number of people in our, in our meanderings around uh, the uh, retired crowd, the, the, the aging crowd in churches who are struggling, struggling with their relationships with their children and their families. And so finishing well to us means give yourself a chance, give yourself a chance to, to, to get a step up on that issue. If you want to call it an issue, give yourself a chance. Don't put yourself down. Just give it a chance. Try something a little bit different, which is just being a calm presence in their life that wants to honor them, that shows that, that wants to be on their side, that shows that, that wants to support them and shows that, that wants to encourage them and shows that. And I, I think you would agree with me, Hal, that in those new episodes you have, the the freeze will thaw a little bit and then will it will start looking better for you in that relationship. 
and or if you have a good relationship, it'll keep growing and flower into more spontaneous things than you would have ever dreamt. I think of Robert Browning's line, the best is yet to be. If you listen to people, if you encourage them, God leads and you will grow. I I, I just have to add this, two things quick. Uh, I was on a, a Zoom call yesterday with a friend who has not had any conversations with his kids for the last seven years. It is because they're a roadblock. I have no idea what they were. I did not have the opportunity to go into it with, with this person, but I care about that. I told them I'd pray. And I think that leads into one of the things that we as adult parents need to do. Just pray for our kids constantly. You know, whatever their trials, whatever the tensions, whatever the pain in their own lives, whatever the challenges, maybe a schedule, whatever, I don't know what it is. It's different for each one of us as families, but love your kids, encourage them, tell them you're praying for them again and again. Talk about Jesus, how he, how he works in your own life. You know, I think that's Proverbs, or not Proverbs, but Psalm 71, 17 and 18. Talk to your children about what God has done in your life and encourage them. Good topic, Randy. We got more to say about this. Yes, so, we do. Uh, let me bring this one to a close. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, may the Lord bless you and encourage you in your parenting, wherever you are with your kids and your grandkids and or your great grandkids. And let's be the mom and dads God calls us to be and share our hearts and our needs and encourage our kids in the same way. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have those questions. They're posted with this podcast. Interact with Send us a note. Hal at finishingwellministries.org or Randy at finishingwellministries.org. And we have more to say. So God bless you. Thanks and take care. Thank you for listening to the Finishing Well podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's conversation to continue living out your God-given purpose. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find us at finishingwellministries.org slash podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Finishing Well Ministries. We'll see you next time.